How many times a day do you ask or get asked, how are you? And we respond, doing well, good. But are we really well? Or is it just an automatic response? Is it easier not to know? The Being Well podcast is not a five-step process to being successful or loving life. It's conversations about vulnerable topics. We don't have all the answers, but we do have stories, examples, and tips that are real. Listen in as we discuss how to be well in a world, life, career, and business that feels very chaotic. My name is Eloise Stewart, and I am a small business owner who works hard to be well after years of burnout. I believe that being well is a constant evolution, not a destination. It's not enough to hear or know tips to being well. We have to talk about it in the context of real life and practice it. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Being Well podcast. My name is Eloise Stewart, and I'm, of course, joined by my friend and co-host, Will Joseph. Hey, Will. Yo, yo. Today, we are going to continue our conversation on decision fatigue. Last episode, we talked about those heavier and harder reasons that we struggle with decision fatigue. And we even talked about identities and expectations. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to episode three. Um, at the end of that episode, though, we we talked about that we now need to talk about some of the solutions. We've talked about the contributors. We've talked about the impact. But now we need to talk about, okay, some of those solutions and start working towards some of those practical ways to work through decision fatigue. And so today, we're not actually going to talk about, hey, this is how, this is the three-step process to making decisions easier or quicker. Um, like, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk about that later, but... First, we the first solution, you have to go back to your mindset. It has to start there. And so, Will, I want to start by talking about what are those mindsets that we are maybe not even aware of, that we've had, we've lived with, we've, we've grown up with, um, that we don't realize is actually affecting us and, and our decision making. Yeah, I, I kind of want to take us back to one we mentioned a little bit before and dive in a little deeper. Um, the, we use the illustration of entrepreneurs, but kind of everybody really acting like their atlas and, and carrying the weight of the world. And, and um, we kind of laughed about it before, but again, I feel like that's that's the de facto way that most of us operate, whether it's with our families, whether it's with our businesses, whether it's just in our daily schedules. Um, but that mindset of thinking that we are holding the weight of the world or thinking we are in control of the world, thinking that um, I, I also like to, as a, as a Christian, think that I'm sitting on the God's throne instead of God being on the throne. That is a major, I think, source of a lot of the decision fatigue problems. And so if we can really shift our mindset around that and let go of the need for that control, to recognize we are just human, to recognize that it is just Will Joseph being here on the podcast with you, not this grand, awesome, amazing person who controls everything and everything depends on me. If I can shift that mindset, then I can really begin to implement some of the solutions that we are talking about. But otherwise, I, I really 
am still feeling that weight and there's not enough time. There's not enough place. There's not enough, um, there, there's not enough of me in existence to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and I think, I think that there's two, two people that I see in mind when you're, when you're saying this, there's, as you said, that example of like, Will Joseph, I'm in control of this podcast and business and all these things. It's like, there is a side of there. I see this one type of person that is in control of everything, wants to be in control um, almost uh, egotistical or I, I don't know what the right word is. But then I see the other side of it of someone who's just so desperately wanting control to, to feel sane, to feel okay. You know, it's not always your big entrepreneur boss man type feel to yeah. be in control. It can also be like you are just grasping and you're just like hoping and you want control and you're and you're and you have this assumption that you can have this control, you know, and if everything lines up perfectly, then it will. Does that make sense? Those two types yeah. of people that I'm envisioning. That's a beautiful addition. And and both, and I think what you, you said at the very end, it's the assumption of control. Hmm. You can you can have that assumption and it play out in multiple ways, but it's the assumption that I think you know, comes through a lot of Western culture. It comes through a lot of capitalism. It comes through a lot of colonialism. It comes through all sorts of ways, some that are good, some that are bad. But I think we, is, in, in some ways, this is the more privileged you are, the more you assume that you have control. Yeah. And the reality is, is, is I think, that you don't. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, we you know, we had this equation, we have this equation in our heads and, and I'll give an example from last week for, for us, you know, we're going to meet, uh, at this time. And if we both meet at this time, then we, we work together, we'll create this podcast and it'll be done. Right. We have control over that a plus B equals C. Right. And up until a certain point, that was the equation that probably both of us were working with. But then a completely new variable that neither one of us have any control over called Cyclone Gabrielle here in New Zealand, it came in and it completely altered our plans. Yeah. And there is no illusion of control anymore when I have no cell phone service, no power, and, you know, am trying to check on everybody in the neighborhood and can't even contact you, so right. to speak. So, like, that's a stark example, but I think it's true for all of us with this assumption of control. The equations help us get through the day, so to speak, and they help us plan and they help us make sense of the world that we see. But they're not the true equations that are actually guiding and guarding the world. It's true. It's true. And, and, And so then what happens when that cyclone comes in? (laughs) <laughs> when some extra letters are added into the equation <laughs> is, uh, you know, we, we are not always as flexible as we hope we will be. You know, yeah. what happens is we become stressed. Yes. Um, we, there's anxiety, there's fear. Um, and what those things happen and we're, I'm not saying, Hey, eliminate those. <laughs> That's not reality, but do they consume you then? 
because you were you were gripping so tightly to control and to the yeah. equation that you were hoping for. And and to go back to illustrate what you just said, like with Atlas, if you're and you know if if you're not familiar with Atlas, what we're referencing is the the man who has the globe on his back. Mm-hmm. Like when something like the cyclone happens, if you're acting like that, you take it and you add it onto your back. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you you add it to the weight that you're carrying and it makes everything heavier where there is another option, which is to let go. Yeah. Um, and to say, you know what? I'm not <laughs> I'm not in control. I can't carry the world. This is not my responsibility. Um, and and that, I think that's, you know, what you're talking about is if we if we add it on, it becomes stress. Right. But if we let go there are other things that it can become and not all of those are fun. I'm not sitting here saying it's easy, right? but what's killing us over the course of time is this mindset that we can keep adding everything onto our back and still be human, but we can't and control it all. <laughs> control, right. It, it, like, and, and, you know, it brings up the question of who is in control. And I think that's a, a, an actual deeper question that we'll talk about a little bit more in some later episodes. I think who you think is in control, whether it's God, whether it's mother nature, whether it's just chance, I think that has some impact on you. Um, And I think it's a question worth wrestling with, but I think what we're the illusion of control or the, um, the assumption of control is the first major shift that has to happen in our lives in order for us to be able to battle decision fatigue and battle a lot of other things and make significant changes in the way that we live as humans instead of, you might say, as God. So often we're trying to act as God, maybe, you know, for the, like you were talking about, you know, sometimes it's the um, entrepreneur, the entrepreneur person, and sometimes it's just the person trying to hold on. Yeah. But either way, we're acting as God, and we have to kind of let go of that and just be human. Yeah. And then we can actually engage in the world as it is, not just how we'd like it to be or think it should be. Yeah. I think it's been really helpful, especially I'm in a season right now where I'm making a lot of decisions on a lot of different things. And there's been so many times where it's it's really just been to step back and ask the question like, okay, what? It, why are you gripping so tight? Why are you trying to control right. this so much? Like just questioning it. Can you make the decision and then let it go? And just small things, big things, but it's been really helpful to just question and ask that question because then it's like, okay, I, actually it's not that big of a deal. Or what is the worst case scenario? I think you've said that is a question you ask yourself. Like, what's the worst? And and then letting it go. And that is that is helpful in the moment, in the days that seem stressful. Um, is questioning it all and and then letting go. Yeah, I mean, it's if if it's happening to you, it's obviously something that you need to deal with. And, and I, you know, I mean that in the, the sense of like, I live in New Zealand, a cyclone hit. I, I can't mentally choose not to deal with it. Like I have to deal with it. And so I can, like you're saying, like I, it's in my hand. I can either grip onto everything tighter or I can open up my hand or I can even possibly put it down. 
it, it, but you know, I have to do something with it and recognizing, I think so often that was part of what we're talking about with the assumption is that because of how our culture is, because of how we've been trained, the automatic response is to put it on our backs. The automatic response is to grip it tighter. And the, and sometimes you need to grip it tighter, no doubt. Um, but is that a thoughtful response or is that in, in a, in a, you know, you're, you're, you, you've thought through it all. You've, you, you see it and you say, yes, I am going to grab tighter. Or is it the trained response that's happening automatically? And I think we want to ask you if, if your mindset is to grab tighter or why and to begin to be able to make a different choice as you look at the facts around your life, as you begin to process and put so many other of the tools that I think are really good that we're going to talk about in the future into place, you need to be able to see what your response is and be conscious of it. And I think most of us are not. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's been the theme of, of every conversation we've had around this is, is just being conscious of it. Yeah. That's really powerful. You know, and yeah. so being start, you start to be conscious of it, and and once you start to realize that you can you can let go, you can loosen the grip. You know, like what does that look like? Like what's next? Yeah, I think then. I mean, after you can take that step, then you can actually be human. You can be you. Yeah. Um. You don't. You know. You don't. You don't carry the weight of the world, and and when you're when you're carrying the weight of the world. What you actually want gets pushed down. You feel like it has to be pushed down because how in the world could what you want compare to what the world needs? And there's a sense in which that's true if you are actually responsible for carrying the weight of the world. But since we've just said you're not, then that whole question and that whole equation kind of goes out the window. And it's like, okay, now you can just be you. Yeah. And, and you know, if you've been carrying the weight of the world, then the question becomes, who are you? Because a lot of times people who've been carrying the weight of the world, they don't actually know who they are. They don't know what they want. They don't know what their natural kind of preferences are, what their needs are. There's, there's all kind of self-discovery that, again, you do not have time for if you're carrying the weight of the world. Yeah. But if you're not, then you have time for and you can engage in and say, okay, now that I'm not in control... What, who am I and what do I care about? What are my priorities? How do I live within what I actually am given and what I can control, so yeah. to speak? Because yeah. there is some level of control. We don't want to say that there's none. But, you know, that transition actually allows you to exist and matter instead of just being a part of the collective that you're caring for. Um, and I, I, th I think that has been lost a lot in how we're subconsciously dealing with so much of this. Yeah. Well, we not only can we not see, you know, what, what we want, who we are, that's that discovery, but because we're so focused on controlling everything, we actually don't end up actually controlling the things that we can control. Yeah. <laughs> those, those smaller right. things that are our responsibility because we're so wrapped up in trying to control the bigger, bigger part. Yeah. But you do have control to decide who, who you are, who you want to be, what your priorities are in this season of life, but 
and that can change, right? What your priorities are from season to season. Um, you can control those things, but we, we forget about those things. We don't control those things because we're trying to carry the weight. Yeah. And we can see like what doesn't matter. I mean, I, I, I think we talked in the one, like maybe one of the first episodes, small insignificant decisions like which toothpaste am I going to buy yeah. when I'm carrying the weight of the world that really matters because yeah. you know, in my storyline in my head, I go from, I carry the weight of the world. So of course what I do matters to everyone. And if it always matters, then what toothpaste I buy matters. And it's, and you can tie it all together really quickly where to a certain extent, if I'm not carrying the weight of the world and it's just Will Joseph going into a store, who's going to care? Whether I pick Colgate or Crest for just one time, I can always change it. It's, you know, it, it, it brings the truth of the scenario in. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? This decision really doesn't matter all that much. Right. And I can let it go whether I make it right or wrong. But you can't do that if you're carrying the weight of the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're so focused at that point, even with the small decisions of toothpaste, of what you should be doing or what right. you're supposed to be, um, you know, and, and all the, all the should priorities that we all should have, <laughs> you know, right. um, priorities of you must have a clean home. You must use all natural products. You must, you know, spend time with every family member. You should, you know, all the shoulds, right. All these things are actually good things, <laughs> Yes, but when all of them are supposed to be and should be priorities, nothing is a priority. Right. And, and that, you know, I think, I think in the next episode, we're going to talk about priorities Yeah. and, you know, and really having some of these conversations because, you know, again, so much of us have been, so many of us have been carrying the weight of the world for so long. When you start this mindset shift, actually taking the time and figuring out who you are and what your priorities are is not, an easy task, especially when you already have things that are going on and, and things that, you know, like you, you, for me, if I suddenly am trying to figure it out, I, well, I've already got two kids in place. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> there's certain things that are rocks that are going to kind of hold me. Mm -hmm. um, and how do I think through my priorities with the things that can't be changed? And then the things that can, and I think it's worth a discussion because it's not an easy thing to do. Um, but then once you know who you are, then you can begin to see what decisions actually, how big the decisions actually are right. in the scheme of the overall picture of the entire world, your life, and even just your day. And you can feel the appropriate weight of each decision right. and be able to have some other options based on their priority and their weight, yeah. um, which you may not ever be able to see if again, you're carrying that larger weight of the world. Right. Well, when everything is weighted the same, I mean, I think that's, yeah. that, that was such an aha moment. I know I mentioned this before when we, when we first started talking about decision fatigue was I realized during my day, the reason why I was so exhausted and stressed is because I was letting every decision have the same weight mm -hmm. in my life. And when you start to figure out who you are and what your priorities are, not what they, what everybody's saying your priorities should be, 
then decisions get to be put in the correct place with the correct amount of weight. And that is just, for me, I just feel the weight coming off of me just saying it. <laughs> like that's such a relief to, to do it and to yeah. feel it. And then to recognize, like once you've let go of control, to then be able to come back in and see that you actually do have some Mm-hmm. And how freeing that can be too. It's like yeah. you have two aha moments ahead of you. If you think you're carrying, you can control the world. You, you put that down and you're like, ah, okay, I have a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then within that freedom and, and, you know, somebody else is carrying that weight, but yet I still have impact. There is still something I can do. I'm not without power completely. I have an appropriate level of power and influence. I have a human level of influence in my world. And recognizing that you can then begin to actually have some impact in the world around you and in your own life. Where the other, again, if every, like, how do you have impact on a global world unless all the other things line up in your favor, all the other variables. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but you can't force it, but you carry that weight anyway. But on a local level, you can actually have a lot more impact, but most of us don't focus on that, you know? Yeah, we don't focus close to home. (laughs) And I say that, and so that can be taken so many ways, locally, uh, but then also just yourself and your family and, and all of that. Yeah. So I think, you know, the path from we, we highlight that mindset Mm -hmm. and then we can really begin to unpack a lot of the smaller things with that as our new assumption. Yeah. And, and I think it's worth it to, to not only say I don't have control, but also, you know, and again, there's various thoughts on this, but to say everything is going to be okay. The power of letting go and trusting that the story arc of the larger narrative of this world is headed towards good can have a very powerful um, impact on you as a human as you take this journey. And so I think it's an interesting thought of like when we let go, what do we let it go toward? And what do we believe about that? And again, we'll talk about it later, but, you know, with that, as that, I mean, you know, you were talking before about uh, maybe off, uh, off the recording, but you had mentioned, you know, you, you say to your team, let's make a decision and let it go. Yeah. And what I try to say to my team is let's make a decision. Let's let it go. And it's going to be okay. Like all of us in this room, even if we have to go through hard things are going to be okay. Yeah. And then we can continue to act from there. Yeah. Well, because especially for us as a team, there's a lot of correct answers. There's a lot of good options in front of us when we have these decisions and we just, we need to make one and we need to move towards that and we need to, (laughs) to let that go and in, in, in when I say let it go, I mean, don't keep thinking about it. Right. Like, let it go and now put all that energy towards the thing we're doing. Yes, um, the next and, thing. And it's so, it's so helpful because as soon as – there have been so many tiny little decisions even in this last week. I think they were related to like some social media posts we were making, right? Not 
like the end of the world, <laughs> whatever right. way I decide when we're going to post a post. Right. But it was like, I looked, I looked at one of our team members and I was like, uh, we're going to do this and we're done. I'm letting it go. And she goes, great. And like, there was a relief for me. I'm like, I'm not going to think about it again. I'm good. <laughs> so I, you know, as you're saying, like the bigger picture of Atlas, right. And controlling your whole world. I also want to bring it down to a very like day-to-day -day small decision. This affects not only the really big parts of your life and the broad parts, but also on a day-to-day. -day. Like I think just let's, let's be more mindful, aware, conscious of this. Of Are you trying to control so much? Where are you not letting go? Where are you gripping really tight? Um, and, and start there. As, a, as our first part of this solution, so to speak. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and I think you, when you've made that mindset shift, which is why we're starting here, you'll be amazed at where it goes um, and what can change. And I think uh, that's what we want to explore next. We always leave with a, with a question, a reflection question. Um, and I think it needs to be about, about this mindset of control. So maybe it's, how is your mindset of control preventing you from knowing who you are and then even recognizing those, those priorities? Which then in turn, as we said, snowballs into you being able to really see the weights and the decisions. Yeah, and when you say like preventing you from knowing who you are and recognizing your priorities, we, we want to highlight like that that's actually coming from you, not coming from the world, not coming from your parents, not coming from, you know, your, your business coach. It's coming from you and, uh, and really feeling that freedom to listen to yourself and who you are. So our question is for us to, to reflect on, how is your mindset of control preventing you from knowing who you are and recognizing your priorities?